the freshness of this episode can only be rivaled by one thing. The freshness of the meals delivered to your doorstep by HelloFresh. What's even better is that HelloFresh has a wide variety of easy, delicious options for all three meals a day, plus every snack and special treat in between. You will have tons of choices, and I promise you'll find something you enjoy. HelloFresh's ingredients are sourced directly from the growers. I wasn't kidding about the freshness of Hello. I mean, it's in their name, HelloFresh. And it's all delivered from the farm directly to your front door in under a week. Contact-free, of course, in case, you know, you don't have the vaccine yet. I've been using HelloFresh now for a few months, and the amount of time it saved me is immeasurable. I am replacing about three meals a week now with HelloFresh, and that alone has saved me time and money at the grocery stores. And the end result meals are not only healthy and delicious, but oh my God, so satisfying. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 12chill and use code 12chill for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 12chill and use code 12chill for that 12 free meals, which includes free shipping. Head over there and sign up for America's number one meal kit. Why is this that you I don't like this that when you're like, hey, go spend money on us, and then they come here and you're like, hey, baby. You did the I, right hate thing, I hate baby. it. I hate it. <laughs> you came to the right place. You came to the right place. I hope you had headphones because this one's moving slow. <laughs> Welcome, patrons, to Chill Mini 32 or something like that. You don't even um, know. You don't even care. I don't. It's like this. 32 or 33. I think of it as 79. Is that weird? Yeah. That's I know weird. we haven't had 79, but it's like it goes with episode 79. Is that it weird? It does. Yeah. That's, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's weird. I, for some reason, it's weird. I, why is it weird, Alex? It's just, I don't know. I know there hasn't been 79 chill minis. Yeah, true. But I still yeah, think of it there. as chill mini 79. That's my filing system. <laughs> well, um, I come with a couple alien related things i'm gonna get that i think i want to get that out of the way first because it's a little bit of alien news kind of scattering across the internet in the past few days disclosure disclosure is ever ever present everybody just remember that real quick um, the pylons all bullshit now nobody let's not talk about that anymore uh, it is the, oh, the, mo- monolith? the monolith yeah. uh, is literally just people putting it up places yeah and people are just I, fucking around i think it's far more interesting to look at human nature and the fact that one thing sparked all these people putting up copycats and just like why humans do the things they do, right? We're the, the monkeys, same thing, guys. We're the monkeys. Like, Did you ever think about that? It's us. It's the same thing with like, I saw an alien. Oh, I saw an alien too, right? <laughs> I honestly <laughs> oh believe that's God. the case. Humans like so, this thing. Speaking of aliens, Jesse, uh-huh. have you heard about uh, the news of some new photos that apparently exist? One has gotten released, though there's argument about what it might be, and I'm with them. I don't really know what we're looking at. It looks the other compelling. One, for the one I retweeted? Yeah. Yeah. The other one is apparently a much closer shot of what is known as the typical black triangle UFO shape that is from a, a, a pilot's iPhone and is only can be described as unearthly 
but the government will not actually release it. Um, and the, 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 this is coming from the same people who ended up getting this, the videos that were released in 2017, released in 2017. So there's an air of, of kind of credence to these claims because it's coming from somebody who already got some stuff released. Sure. Uh, and, and recently on the Joe Rogan podcast, Jacques Vallée and uh, somebody else who created a documentary um, were doing an interview and on there, uh, they made it basically an urge to get the photo released because it's more evidence that there's potentially, you know, something weird out there. Again, I, I would love to say it's aliens. You know, I would, but we, all we can say is we don't know. We don't know what it is. Uh, the, the photo, Jesse, I don't know if you've seen the photo. I can get you the photo real quick. Um, is this what you sent me before? It's yeah. It's the thing in the DM that and I, I said. Yeah, like, okay. Yeah, it's like an upside down, like thing, like a bell, like an upside down bell shape. Sure. Um, there is potential comparisons to a GPS balloon. However, it doesn't really look like that. And it's missing the GPS part that hangs down from the bottom of it. So, so satellites can actually ping off of it. I don't know, though. Who knows? Um, the other big news UFO wise is that <laughs> now you can take this as however you want. Uh, but this came out in the Jewish press today. Uh, former head of Israel space program. The aliens asked not to be revealed because humanity is not ready yet. I mean, I believe that if there's anything I believe it's that. I would, I honestly, I'm surprised you reacted that way because I would buy that as well. Um, we all saw how we reacted when the coronavirus hit with to- toilet paper went away. Uh, yeah. So I don't know, man, just more like, again, it's suck. It's annoying for some people like me who want more hard, like give me more stuff, but it's always like this trickle of like, maybe tell us and, what else then if it, right. Tell us the whole story. If you're going to say that the aliens are real and they told us we're not ready. But if it's true that this former head of Israel space program isn't lying because it looked, I mean, he, a, a look into his past shows that he hasn't had a history of making up bizarre claims. Um, but doesn't mean he's not now because he's retired and wants fame. The, uh, but if that's true, that gives me a sense of relief because at least it means aliens don't want to decimate us right away. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'd still like to, I just want to hear from him. Like, there's plenty of bullshit theories out there. What difference does it make? I'll be the one to decide whether or not you're lying. Just put it out yeah. there. Yep. Uh, well, it's exciting for me. That's all I got for alien stuff, man. I want to uh, interrupt you, Alex, before you start your story. Because yeah, I feel yeah. like that's, a, that's the way to end. Yeah. Um, I don't know that this is news. But this morning, I, I just tried to find it. And all I could find was an article about it, which just shows you what the internet is like. Um. This morning, I was uh, doing my, I just woke up, I'm laying in bed, I might as well go scroll through some of the weird stuff on Reddit, and I saw a thing that was unpleasant. Um, Oh no. It was a photo, a man, uh, according to the story on Reddit, and I'll, I'll just read you what this news article says about it, just so someone who is better with the word can describe it. Um... A man was discuss- uh, was uh, he, he posted on Reddit that he was in his flat. It was totally empty, and he heard some like strange noises coming from the kitchen. And uh, he went there to kind of like see what was going on. And uh, after hearing noises and taps, I took a photo, and this is oh, what wow. I saw. I'm just oh, going to send you this. I'm so excited. Here's the thing. Everyone on Reddit was like, I don't see it. I don't know what you're talking about. There's nothing there. And then people were like, scroll in. I'm just going to let you look at this. The link's there. Hopefully Mathis will include it. I will do my best to remember. Okay. 
Yeah, he's like, scroll in. Scroll. Oh, yep. Up top, there's a head peeking around the corner. That's awful. Yeah. Oh, That's the worst thing in the world. Terrifying. Oh, I don't know what that God. is. I don't know what that is. Oh, <laughs> uh, it looks like it looks like the the little uh, the Pillsbury Doughboy or something. I would or love like, another picture. My inner ghost hunter. So, hey, I don't know if you boys know. I used to ghost hunt a lot in my late teens. I had a lot of gear. Yeah. But I would love another. I would just like another picture at this exact angle because I just want to see if there's anything like a utility, like a utility or like a, the, the front of his oven or something like that, that might be being blurred out and being paradeliaed into a face. It's like the baby from dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> also, it, the mama. it feels like one of those things that it could be just Reddit and like bull, you know, also, so just went in with the thing. fucking brush tool. Yeah. But oh man, that's, it is that's spooky though. Spooky that's spooky. I don't like yeah. it. I don't so like I figured it. I'd throw I that out like there. Hopefully you'll include the link. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna try to remember. I'll try right to now. find gonna... the original Reddit post. I, I honestly can't. I've been scrolling through Reddit for a while now, and That's I fine. can't I'm gonna find it. I'm going to email but... uh, Alex the, the link in the email when I send him the audio, just so I don't forget it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> well, Alex, you've got a story. This story was sent to me on my Instagram DMs uh, from a follower and a fan. Um, yeah. It's an interesting, fun story, I think. It's, and so, it's reputable, too. It, yes. Yeah. So uh, welcome to uh, a fan story. Alex, take it away. Yeah, uh, this just gets right to it. So I'm just going to just go right in. (laughs) Okay, let me set the scene. It was about five years ago. Me and my friends uh, were all skate punks just hanging out, smoking and drinking all the time just to make the story a little less stale. So before I get more into the story, I want to just say that I was smoking a lot of weed at the time and drinking heavily. I was sober as a bullet in this story, but I just wanted to clarify a few things because I'm sure Jesse will pick this apart like a vulture on a carcass. Ha ha. <laughs> yum, anyway, yum. So there I am walking to my friend's house, sober as hell and bored. His door is normally open. So I walk inside like I normally do. This is my view. A hallway with two rooms on the right and one on the left at the end of the hall. The first room is on the right. This is my friend's room. Well, I'm approaching this room and I just glance inside as I didn't hear anyone inside of it. So as I'm passing it, I look inside real quick and there's this spinning recliner as soon as you walk in, right? On the arm of this chair is a small brown naked creature holding a Coke bottle, which was empty. (laughs) 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 It turned its head and looked at me with large glowing orange eyes. This is like that scene in uh, Mulholland Drive when he's he's telling that story of his dream at the Denny's and then he goes outside and like sees the witch behind the dumpster and he's just like, oh, That's this vibe. It looked very surprised. It even dropped the Coke bottle and I heard it. As soon as it seen me, like 1.5 seconds, it disappeared immediately. I know how this sounds, but hear me out. I didn't even realize what I saw at first. It's very conversational. I thought it was the small chihuahua. So I leaped onto the chair laughing and spinning. And then I was confused. So I looked under the bed. When I realized it wasn't a dog, I was about to panic. I began hyperventilating. So I said to myself, the dog must have ran out. So I run into my friend's parents' room and discover that all the dogs were in a closed room along with my friend and his little brother. I tell him to come outside with me and I break down crying, exclaiming he didn't understand what I had seen. I was really having a hard time. I mean, IDK, anyone that wouldn't. (laughs) Fair, fair. Yeah. Uh, What was messing me up? 
was that I heard it out loud and didn't just imagine it. All I kept saying and repeating was it wasn't a dog. It wasn't a dog. My friend was trying to calm me. That's what I would be talking about, too. That's yeah, what, no, that right? made, it wasn't a dog. Honestly, I would be dog. like, why did he did he drink the Coke? Did he have the Coke? Did he like yeah, greedily no, right? drink I, the Coke first? I just I imagine like a moment of just like E.T. almost where you like there's like a moment and you just like let the, the can go. And oh, my God. What distance. the fuck is the name of that movie? Um, The McDonald's movie where the kid gets shot in the wheelchair. God damn it. Oh, um, what is oh. it? McGee and me or me and yeah, Mac and me, Mac, Mac and, and me. me. It's just Mac and me. Yeah. yeah Cause he goes off the, the cliff. The aliens literally, yes. the movie is so low budget that their mouths are permanently shaped. Like they're sucking up straws because <laughs> they love Coke and they like, it's like a brand deal for McDonald's. The whole movie. It's fucking crazy. like the power Rangers and Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Anyway, my friend was trying to calm me down. When I finally calmed down, he began to explain to me that weird stuff happened in his house a lot. It didn't help much, but it was somewhat comforting. I lost a lot of sleep over this. I had no idea what it possibly could have been, as I didn't know a damn thing about folklore almost at all, besides a little Harry Potter knowledge. But even still, you had no idea of the connection (laughs) between Harry Potter nor brownies of any sort. You think that's a weed joke? Or maybe he's just talking about... Like uh, a brownie gremlin type thing. Yeah, Yeah, he's getting ahead of himself, basically, I think. I had never even heard of it. In other words, my mind didn't make this up based on something it had seen. So I finally decided to find out what it is. I had two friends with degrees in human psychology. Both are still good friends whom I can verify this with. One was atheist and a childhood friend and the other an agnostic Internet friend. That's everybody's internet friend. Is that agnostic internet friend? The atheist was certain that my mind simply created something due to an effect of the mind causing me to hallucinate and my brain trying to comprehend the imagery. Uh, what? The atheist was certain that my mind simply created something due to an effect of the mind. Yeah, it's called paradelia. I think is what he's talking about. Like just, just he, He I created like he saw. Yeah, like low light and his brain just like made something that looked familiar. Okay, yeah, I understand that now. Uh, But the agnostic friend believed that I had seen it, but that also my mind created an alternative image. But with him, he believed that in order for that to happen, I had to see something so bizarre that my mind had to replace the image. So I wasn't satisfied with these answers, and I searched some tidbits of my experience in the YouTube search engine bar This was my first lead as it took me to a random ass video. I'm sure it can still be found with some extensive searching, but I've yet to find it again about which a man was proclaiming his experience with something called a brownie and how it threw a bottle at his leg and that he could not look directly at it or it would disappear. So now I called it a brownie from here. I had a bit of closure a few years until again, it began to haunt me once more. Still not satisfied, I do even more searching and find that it is closer to that of a boggart, which I don't know what that is exactly. We covered that in the gnomes episode with uh, Dodger for a little bit. Yeah, that's true. I just don't know like how that becomes a boggart. I don't know. It sounds I think like he'll explain. Yeah. The scariest <laughs> part that made my heart drop was that they were mainly in marshlands and this occurred in Louisiana. And I do even more searching with my new knowledge of the creature and discover that they love honey. <laughs> In my what? mind, I in my mind, I think it was a bogger drinking the Coke. <laughs> there was another time, sorry, quick rewind, back a few years, when a box randomly flew out of the closet. 
My friends were so high and drunk, they just laughed. I was also very high and drunk, but I seen it clear as day and jumped to my feet and completely made sure nobody could do it themselves. It just flew out against the wall. I know this is hard to believe, but that's the story. I often think about that creature a lot and don't know what to make of it, but I just accept that I may never know. I will never forget the eyes and the look of shock as if saying, you caught me. It will haunt me forever. That's my story. Ha ha ha. Crazy, ain't it? There it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, believe, it is saw <laughs> believe in Bockerts now, Jesse? Um, I believe in them. I know that they the like spinning coke. chair is the most fucked up thing. <laughs> like everything else, if you're like, oh, that's like what they do. You know, like oh, they're like they're brownies. They have a bottle. They throw the bottle. Fine. <laughs> they like honey. But yeah. why was he on like a David Lynch armchair? <laughs> yeah, that's I don't what know. I'm <laughs> that fucks me up. Well, that's the episode of the mini, and that's it for us. Delightful. We get delight, a delightful story. I really enjoyed that story. He actually sent me like an image of it, but you can just look up a brownie, and you can just kind of like look at the general image of what it looks like. But we did also go back and listen to the Gnome episode if you didn't with uh, Dodger as a special guest. We cover Boggards. Learn more about time. Boggards Learn today more about on Chiluminati Pod. Exactly. Thank you guys so much for listening, and thank you so much for your support over on Patreon. We wouldn't be able to do this without you guys, and we will see you next week. Peace. Goodbye. Bye. Peace. Hello, my little Chiluminots. Yo. Mm-hmm. Welcome, welcome to the Chill Mini episode 30 from here. Something like that. What was that? Uh, what was, I'm sorry. What was that number? Uh, something. Episode 81. <laughs> the Chill Mini. The Chill Mini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. It's exciting to be back here. Uh, we've got some cool topics to talk about on the Chill Mini. Um, historical I, things. Very historical things. I'm just going to be at the top right, right quick. And uh, we'll just get this out of the way, I think. Um, we've been getting tweeted at. Everybody's been tweeting at me and telling me, hey, guy, Israeli man. Is there Israeli? So the story <laughs> is, man. instead of just saying. <laughs> it it's like just it's accurate. And, I mean, yeah, it is. I mean, it is. Just saying, but it's like the X space. Frick, what's the name of what is what is this thing? X space security officer or something. He's basically an ex government worker in the in Israel that's coming forward and saying, hey, aliens exist. They've reached out to the U.S. government and the Israeli government. They're saying they're not that humans are not ready to interact with aliens yet. We still have to understand spaceship and space travel. But the U.S. has astronauts on a secret base on Mars where they are talking with and interacting with aliens regularly. Not even remotely true. Where would where would where do we launch the ships from? False. <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, the thing that's left out that seems to be like, I don't know why media is picking up on this. Like the, the like the end tagline is this dude wrote a book about all of this. Like that's his big thing. And he's like, at the end of everything, he's like, you can read more about it in my newly released book. So none of it sounds real. It's a bunch of trash. This guy is tr- clearly hawking a bunch of garbage. Why would only the Israeli government and the U.S. government be in contact with the aliens? Because they're because they believe in in the Bible. Right. Oh, you're right. And you're right. It relates. It relates to the second coming, Holy Land stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you're correct. My bad. Does it? Um, come on. No, come I'm on. sorry. <laughs> come on. Does it though? Regardless, uh, you. Uh, that's that's all my story because I just wanted to just I just wanted to bring it up and put it to rest because it wasn't enough. That's it. That's all I got. So, uh, Alex, I know you got a fun one. I do. Uh, it is. It is. Uh, it is insane. So literally the other day just came word came through that the the Zodiac killer 
if you don't know who the Zodiac Killer is, he was this guy in like 1969, I think, was the first year that it started. He was like killing people. Nobody knew who he was. He was like sort of like setting up the sort of like tropes of serial killers who followed him about like taunting the police. And I'm, there were others that did this, but he was really famous for it because he he wrote these encoded messages and he had all these threats. And, uh, you know, he swore that his identity was hidden inside the messages and only one of them was ever partially translated, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Until the other day, uh, when one of the ciphers, which is called the 340 cipher, was actually decoded, fully decoded uh, by a it's guy wild. named David. After all this time. Yeah. A guy named David or Ornchak, a software developer from Virginia, Jarl van Eyck, a Belgian computer programmer, and Sam Blake, an Australian mathematician. Uh, they discovered that the message was broken into three parts and then rearranged in a way where like once you once you untangled that, it was a lot easier to decode. They they made a bunch of different reading paths through it and then fed those all into deciphering computers and like slowly put together the solution that way. So cool. I, I did watch a little bit of the video, but it was too much. Yeah, for he, The brain. guy has a video if you're really interested in the ins and outs of how he actually solved it but it is it's cryptography it's really hard to like just sit and understand if you're not like really paying attention to it uh but here is the message uh, of the zodiac uh of the zodiac killer all those years ago and this it's a little disappointing because it was supposed to include his identity yeah we were we they were hoping it was going to include this identity yeah I, well, he said it, didn't he? He said, if you solve it, you'll know who I am or something like Did that. Did he say that about this? Did he, but was it? This isn't. I don't is know if it's specific. To, I don't know if it's specific bit? to eat whatever cipher it is, but I know gotcha. that there was some idea. No, there's there's one more out there, but it's only the. So I think they talk about it in the video, but there's only there's one more out there that can't be decrypted because it's only one line. And because of the way he encrypted this one, it's kind of random. And they accidentally they, it was like they accidentally cracked it. I'm going to let Alex talk about it. But the last thing that we have is just like they're saying it's nearly impossible for them to figure out. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, here's the here's the message. It says, I yeah. hope you're having lots of fun in trying to catch me. That wasn't me on the TV show, which brings up a point about me. I'm not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise. Paradise is misspelled all the sooner because I now have enough slaves to work for me where everyone else has nothing when they reach paradise. Paradise spelled wrong again. So they are afraid of death. I am not afraid because I know that my new life will be an easy one in paradise. Paradise misspelled again, death. When he says it's not him on the TV show, there was a very famous uh, uh, time when they had a guy come on to talk to the Zodiac and a guy called in and it was like this whole crazy thing on TV. He said that wasn't him. Uh, hmm. And, uh, you know, they really did just like happen upon the solution um, and uh, they submitted it to the FBI a couple days ago. Uh, the FBI is not going to comment, though, because obviously the Zodiac investigation is still going. It's an open case. Mm -hmm. um, and he's, he's never he was never caught. And yeah, yeah. Nobody knows for sure. Knows for sure who it was. Everybody has their favorite person. I think I know who mine is. I don't I don't know. It feels weird to say who you think a murderer is, right? Yeah. I know who it's I think it is, and he has one. three names. How about that? That way, if you know the case, you know who I think it is. Okay. Well, there you go. It's it's still interesting. Like true crime is something What's I really Ted love. Ted Cruz's middle name. 
<laughs> Lee. Uh, Ted Lee Cruz. <laughs> Is he Ted Ted Lee? Is Dead Lee? Ooh. As the Zodiac Killer. Hey-o. You're already writing in ciphers. It might, it might be you, Mattis. <laughs> that's why these people... Maybe, yeah, it's me. That's why these you people come to the uh, patreon.com slash pod is to get those sick those sick takes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I never thought that a Zodiac cipher was going to be solved in my lifetime. I'm a little bit underwhelmed, though it is cool. Like, I think most people assume that it wasn't him on the TV show anyway. I don't know if that's even like new information that that wasn't him. I think they like eventually figured out who that was. Yeah, I, uh, I can't remember. Yeah, didn't he? Yeah, because I remember, I think the story is that guy ended up calling and like apologizing big time for like faking it. Yeah, or something, I can't. I, can't I don't remember. remember exactly, but I I I don't yeah. know if that's new information. But it it is interesting that that's where his head was at and stuff. Uh, and I don't know. Like, there's something romantic about solving an unsolved cipher from a serial killer. You know what I mean? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, I I just thought it was really neat, and it's not necessarily the most paranormal mystery of all time, but the, the Zodiac is legendary. I feel like everybody knows the Zodiac and I, and I, I, I hope we figure out who it is too, at some point. That's, that's my dream, right? Like I've been almost like I I've, I've, I've had the feeling to do a Zodiac episode a couple times and I, I'm just sort of hoping that maybe they figure out who it is. <laughs> hmm. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what do you got, that's Jesse? It. All right, let's talk about, uh, for those of you who are listening to this as part of a uh, compilation. Um, this, <laughs> compilation. This is, uh, this is from the Expertly episode compiled. where we talked about uh, the crazy stuff the CIA was doing and mentioned sonic attacks. Well, recently, as in December 7th, 2020, uh, they w- w- the government just released a report about this happening to American CIA agents. Uh, I mean, over the past 20 some years, if not longer, I like, I almost want to do a whole episode on it because it's so like weird. Yeah. It's uh, the so-called Havana syndrome, which was this mysterious affliction that first cropped up among American CIA officers in the Cuban embassy in 2016. And uh, they basically had fatigue and chronic headaches and some had long term brain problems, the inability to stand like just crazy things. If you want to really get into it, the best thing you can do is NBC News had an interview with Mark. Paul Miropoulos, who was a uh, CIA counterintelligence agent, I believe, uh, or maybe just a normal CIA agent. Uh, and he was stationed around the world and he has all sorts of things that he talks about in this. And um, he's suffering from long term uh, problems because of it anyway. And and he gives a full interview. He talks about it. But to summarize what the government found, basically, um, mysterious head injuries suffered by U.S. diplomatic staff in China and Cuba that have been described as sonic attacks are you know, uh, consistent with the use of directed microwave energy, according to a report published Saturday by the National Academy of Sciences. Overall, directed pulse RF radio frequency energy, especially in those with the distinct early manifestations, appear to be the most plausible mechanism in explaining these cases among those that the committee considered. 
And this is all those people that reported, hey, something's wrong with me. The report added that it considered possible incidents of persistent, uh, you know, dizziness and other things happening to these people were coming from some other contributing factor. But basically what they concluded is that Mike, like the use of directed microwave energy is what caused all this. Although they cannot say, and this is probably for very political reasons. Yeah. They cannot say if it was done deliberately, they, they won't say that, but it's it, too, it's too much to accuse somebody of doing something. So, against yes like, it, it would be such a war crime to do it that you can't just say that about another country but what they did add is the mere consideration of such a scenario raises grave concerns about the world with disinhibited malevolent actors and new tools for causing harm to others as if the u.s government does not have its hands full already with naturally occurring threats the report said that it considered chemical exposures, infectious diseases, and psychological issues as potential causes or aggravating factors of the injuries. But the overall analysis appeared to show they were not the likely cause. So it is, according to the study, these dudes were blasted with microwave energy. And uh, it's strange that it was focused, targeted CIA members, and, mm-hmm. and not like Dude, everyone it's was. It's obviously spy versus spy stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Like if you if you really want a good uh like sort of like uh deep cut look at this, there's a podcast called What Really Happened uh by Andrew Jenks. Uh that's really good that does like he takes like something that people are talking about or that's like a sort of a bigger sort of a lot of people know the story and then they go deeper into it like in the same season. It's not just like government shit it's like he looked into what happened with john carter and did like execs at disney kill the movie john carter he looks into what happened with dave chappelle walking away from his show he looks into uh balloon boy you know sure uh he does one called the secret sonic war it's episode two of season two of what really happened and it's a nice chunky and he's he's like a documentarian. He knows what he's doing. So it's worth it's worth it's worth checking out if that's a mm-hmm. that's interesting to you. Yeah, it, but it, it is fascinating. This is one of those times where a thing that a lot of people thought was sort of who knows seems conspiracy. Mm-hmm. But because there's a little bit of, you know, factoid to it, who knows? And the government has confirmed like, yeah. They were blasting each other with with sonic <laughs> attacks and microwave technology, and you, we can't say who did it. We're not naming names, but it definitely happened, and we know you did it, which is an interesting, you know. Yeah, to, to kind of just influence, like insinuate, rather, you're like, we know. So, and, and the thing is, we do that all the time with hacking sure. now, currently, where oh, it's yeah. the idea that uh, even recently with Russia. And the hacking they just did. Yep. Like they did a know, huge hack, like the biggest hack they've ever massive done. Massive hack. Yeah. And we know exactly how it was done. And the reason why they say all that stuff publicly is it's like, hey, everyone. Shut the f- stop it. Yeah. We know, but also cut that shit out or we yeah. will hit you back. And then yep. we hit them back anyway. <laughs> yeah. I don't even, yeah I don't, we don't even know about that shit. Mm. Yeah. What a, what a cherry on top uh, of a mini-sode for our MK Ultra yeah. mini-sode. Damn. I'm gonna post MK Ultra one. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's good times, y'all. Interesting Thank that it so happened much. right now. It is. It's it is nuts. Thank you for the um, money, folks. 
Thank you for the money. Yeah. Thank you for the support. Thank, what is it? Thanks for the money, suckers. Is what you used to say. Don't yeah. say stuff. <laughs> Thanks for letting us no trick you so well. Ha-ha, yeah. Gotcha. Ha-ha, we got you, MK Chaluminultra. All you got was Adios. this sick ass episode in in return for your money. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you guys so much. We will see you next week. I love Goodbye. you guys. Thank you. Bye. 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 Hello, my little Chaluminots. Still not okay. Still not okay with this. We're still here, mm. and you're still paying us for this. Look no, how tiny don't this do, episode not like is. This. It's, a, it's, a, it's so mini. It's, Alex. It's, 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 whoa, 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 whoa! It's an average size episode. From what I've been told, it's an average size mini. Like, it's not about the size of the episode, it's about always, the punch it packs. They're always smaller okay. than you think they're going to be. Like, you imagine, you think back to your childhood and you see one that's like, you know, average size, and you're like, wow, that's really big. And then you compare it right. to, you know, it's like but when you go you back to preschool. To the episode. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's yeah. when you go back to preschool and you see how small the chairs are. It's a similar, right? It's a right, similar. Right. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. Is that where we're going with that? All right. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what any of you freaking idiots brought. So I brought a story. Okay, I brought hit. some some nice stuff, so we'll save mine for last. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you know what Balloon Boy is, Mathis? We were talking about this earlier, and it sounded like you didn't know what it was. Uh, it doesn't ring any bells immediately. Okay, so in 2009, I was in college at the time in like, it was like in October, so it was like just after school had started. I remember <laughs> I being in my- I got in a balloon. I, just I remember watching. Yeah, boy. I remember watching CNN, and there was this like crazy story going on. It looked like, I thought it was a flying saucer story at first. Uh, but basically what the story was, was there's like a weather balloon, like flying around in the air over this house. It's like big silver weather balloon. And Richard and Mayumi Heen or Heeny or whatever it was, were like, our six year old boy is in there. Our six year old boy is in the balloon. Help! I do remember this. Yeah. And it became, oh my God, yes. it became this like crazy, like deal. It became this like huge situation. It was like the news, the, 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 the. The authorities, like everybody was like China, just like reporting on it, taking time. Uh, And uh, it turned out that he like wasn't in the balloon. And there was like something about because the kid's name, first of all, the kid's name is Falcon. Uh, And this is and this is probably this is probably one of the most famous, like wacky news stories in the entire history of Colorado. Right. And it floated 50 miles. Everybody was like following it. They were waiting for Falcon to come out. Falcon! Uh, but when they find Falcon, he's in the attic and he comes down and in a TV interview, they were like, they said to do it for the show that my parents told me to do it for the show. And so they got put on blast basically. Uh, and they admitted that it was a hoax and Damn. they, they like, served some t- they served a sentence uh you know minor sentence but as you heard maybe last week trump was doing a bunch of pardons uh mm-hmm. and also the governor of colorado was doing some pardons uh a man named uh jared polis uh and he decided he granted clemency to like 20 other people uh for like drug charges and white collar crimes where people are like in jail for like an insane amount of time. And then he pardoned the parents of balloon boy. Uh, Honestly, probably about time. Yeah. Um, and especially, uh, you know, a lot of the other inmates that he like pardoned were people who were like, uh, you know, people who were like at risk for COVID, but they were like in jail, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but so they pleaded guilty back in the day and, that was how it shook out. But in the years after that, they like 
flipped the script on it and started to say, no, 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 no. We thought he was up there the whole time. Uh, we really did, but we didn't, we didn't want to go away from what the authorities were saying because Mayumi is Japanese and they didn't want her to like get deported. What? So they what? said yes what? when they were pressured to say it was a hoax because they were they were saying that they dangled her his wife's citizenship like over their head when they were uh this sounds not yeah. true. <laughs> um but according to their lawyer uh who represents them uh he helped them apply for the pardon a year ago. They hadn't heard anything for a year. And then all of a sudden, bam, they're pardoned. Right. Uh, and so 11 years later in 2020, he, he was quoted as saying the balloonacy has ended. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, just to check in with everybody, just so you know how everybody's doing. Uh, Falcon looks weirdly the same as he did when he was six. If you look him up, uh, <laughs> and, uh, him and his wife feel like now that this is behind them, uh, he and now that he doesn't have a felony on his record, he can vote again, uh, and he wants to get on Shark Tank. Is his current? Oh my god! Is his current <laughs> new goal? He has not given up on becoming a reality show contestant, which is what he tried to do with Balloon Boy too. Uh, oh he my said, god. "This is like a new launch." Uh, oh my god! You know, in in what one of those weird language, situations. brother. Like, yeah. <laughs> you just got out of prison. Yeah, it's like. Uh, it's I don't know. It's some weird shit, man. It's fame. It seems like they just desperately want to be famous. It's like somebody who has like watched and been exposed to media like as it is now and has <laughs> de- has mistaken their personal identity with a brand. You know what I mean? <laughs> Every video game consumer out there. Every video game content creator out there. Us yeah, ourselves. Buddy. Hell yes. That's right. Well, I'm glad to hear the family's all right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and i i would have i would have i wouldn't have brought it up, but I just love that there's like a little bit of a mystery around it, like about really. I'm, I'm waiting for that podcast to come out where it's like somebody does like some crazy investigation into it, and they're like, it really wasn't a hoax. They really did think he was up there. I like want that. I you know I want that mystery to be like dove, dove delved into. Sounds like a job for you, Alex. I wish I had the resources. Well, thanks to the people here on Illuminati Patreon, we're getting what there. What a wonderful website. I have a story from listeners. This comes actually from the Patreon Discord specifically. We have a room for uh, sharing your stories. I love that. This is actually, this one comes from <laughs> our moderator as well. We have a room for uh, sharing stories, your stories. Stories, you know, good time. Hi, I'm Courier, and I'm a mod for the Illuminati Discord. What follows is a story that requires some context about me as a person, which is why I've chosen to make this uh, make this not anonymous. It's totally okay to use this in the podcast as I think it's a little different from some of the stories you might have had so far. Brave. From an early age, I've practiced meditation. I began when I was about 13. I went to a Catholic school in Ireland, which is mostly se- a secular state. As such, we were in a weird middle ground where we had a religion class, but it featured all sorts of religions, not just Christianity. I got that too. I went to a Christian high school, but senior year, we did world religions. So we did explored I. Jude- yeah, so oh, there you go. Wow. We explored Judaism, Islam, Hindi, and Buddhism. For a fairly white and suburban area, my school was actually fairly diverse. We had students from Syria, Lebanon, India, and Pakistan, Nigeria, and other Central American uh, Central African countries, as well as from England and the rest of the United Kingdom. Combined with a religious education teacher who was quite open-minded, 
a lot of our classes were non-denominational and about mindfulness and spirituality, hence meditation. As I got older, I became more and more practiced at meditation. I studied Tai Chi and Sun style, which is generally considered more like martial arts physical therapy than a fighting style, and is quite physically soothing. The funny thing about meditation is, to use gaming terminology, its, its difficulty curve is very sharp. It's hard to learn how to do it at first, but it becomes progressively easier. Most who have been meditating and practicing meditation for a few years find slipping into the meditative state easy, if not something that can be done at will. Especially for someone like me who suffers terrible anxiety in large crowds, it's an invaluable life skill. I first became interested in trance states when I was 16. I had begun to read somewhat spotty accounts of what meditation could lead to. Astral projection, recalling past lives, contacting the dead, all sorts of stuff. I didn't really believe in much of it at the time. I thought, uh, I thought from, a, from a scientific standpoint, and still do, holding a bachelor's degree in science, the effect the mind can have on the body is incredible. Excluding any supernatural, the placebo effect is real. It's often mischaracterized as your body by being tricked into believing it's getting real medicine, but the truth is far from that. Shout outs your to everybody are- in 2020 who's thinks they have a <laughs> fake virus when yep. thinks they have a real virus when they don't. I I feel you. <laughs> yeah. Your body is responding to your brain's belief that it should be get it should get better by getting better. Contacting your past lives or astral projecting, exploring the world or other worlds seemed like pure fiction, stuff peddled in new age books by charlatans. To get past the context and into the story, one night when I was 19, I decided to try one of these trance states. It's important to note that at this time, I was not drinking or taking any drugs, nor had I taken any drunk since I left high school a year earlier, just in case Jesse is wondering. (laughs) I was wondering. (laughs) I lit incense and candles and began to meditate like I always did. Deep breathing and purging my thoughts for about 20 minutes, letting strands of thought drift into my mind, but never uh, never latching on to disturb the peace. Then, as suggested, suggested, I, quote, looked up. It's hard to describe what this felt like at the time, as no physical part of me was moving. It was as if a massive pressure had built upon my forehead through the strain of looking upwards. The more I willed to look up, the more, I, the more uh, a pull on my forehead I felt. It okay, real quick, until- though, but had you been to a magic show recently? Close up magic. <laughs> right, right. Uh, sl- sleight of hand. Yeah. Did anybody Anything fire like a that? pill into the back of your throat? Did anybody you make missed? you remember a card? <laughs> it continued until it seemed to plateau i tried for it seemed like an hour but was probably much shorter before giving up determined to see if there was anything to this i tried again the next night and the night after that again i plateaued the feeling in my forehead was almost familiar now the feeling in my forehead was almost familiar now while meditating even though i had never felt it before it wasn't a headache or a muscle cramp around the temples. It was as if there was a weight pressing just above the center of my eyebrows that grew heavier and heavier until reaching a plateau. I don't know how many days I kept at the pla- that plateau, but I days? do remember the fright days, like trying to get through it, like like oh, being, oh, not, not okay. actually sitting yeah, there yeah, for okay, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Going back into Cerebro each day at 4 p.m. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, right. He's got a train. I don't know how many, exactly. I don't know how many days I kept at that plateau, but I do remember the Friday I broke through. As I had every night, I sat on my bed with the window open to cool summer nighttime air. I was pushing against the plateau, trying to lean into the pressure and, quote, look up as hard as I could. As it's surfacing, uh, as it's surfacing from under, as if surfacing from underneath a current, I saw a forest around me. It's hard to describe what it felt like to see something knowing my eyes were firmly shut, but I could feel grass beneath my feet and the moisture of the dew. The sun or a sun was on my face. I stepped over tree roots covered in moss and felt the bark on my hands. I was right there. 
I couldn't only see it and feel it. I could smell it. I could hear the winds and the leaves and the branches. And then to my horror, I saw someone else. I don't know why I was afraid and still don't. She had auburn hair that reached down to her waist and was wearing a white gown. She stood amongst a grove of young trees. I only glanced her from a distance and immediately tried to pull myself out of the trance. I was scared for my life. The next few days were a mess of trying to separate reality from dreams and memories. It took me about two weeks before I could trust my brain not to slip into the trance state I had pushed myself into for days and days. I'm not sure if this is truly supernatural or just a weird trick of the mind, but I'm completely convinced that what I encountered was a fairy. And if I hadn't turned away when I did, she would have never recovered. I would have never recovered my mind or my life. In Irish mythology, fairies are not sprites that cause mischief or tinkerbells that, are, that aid a protagonist, but otherworldly creatures that steal tr- children and men away from their families and those that, are, that escape are never the same. Huh. The best part about this story is I'm not going to give away the game because this is like a fraction of it, but there's a game that came out a few years ago. And one of the like subplots is this guy um, believes that he has an extra hour in the day where everyone either disappears or stands still, but he has an hour where he can do whatever he is like a 13th hour. And so he lives this crazy life in his 13th hour and he gets to do all these things and gets to get away with all sorts of crazy shit. But at a certain point he recognizes that there's someone else there with him. And he, and every time he like sees this person, they keep trying to get closer and he like freaks out. And it's that huh. part of the story that I'm like, Oh, that's so messed up. Right. Yeah, Cause so imagine creepy. you think you're like, Oh, like, I have who this the fuck amazing. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. There's someone else there and they've just been watching you the entire time. And it's, you know, it's this 13th hour. You can get away with anything you want. And there's always just someone watching you. And now <sighs> they're trying to get closer to you. That, that part of this story, I was like, Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so scary. It's good. There's a Doctor Who uh, Christmas special a couple years ago where it's like kind of like Inception, except they're all they all have like face huggers on their face, basically. Sure. Uh, oh God. And when they're in the face hugger, it like gives them good dreams while it eats their brain, and they all end up at this like research facility. Uh, but they're all just people from all over the Earth who happen to be attacked by these things at the same time like all in one shared space together mm-hmm. and they, their subconscious teams up to free them by uh, imagining Santa Claus is also there with them. And, and, then, he's, <laughs> and then he's like a badass. Well, <laughs> that's, so good. that's true though. That is true. Santa is a badass and yeah. he's with us at all times. He's there for you. He is. Yeah. Uh, if you play Final Fantasy 14, there's an entire zone in the newest expansion that is about modern like uh, Irish fairies, if that's the, the proper way of oh, describing them. Yeah. And they uh, turn people into bushes. So, I mean, that's oh. a thing. They're like, oh, what? and they talk like this, like, oh, we're in your dreams. <laughs> I mean, they, as long they as, turn you as into long bushes. Like, as long as it's a bush, like that's not that fucked up. Mrs. Doubtfire is just turning me into a bush. If I have to get turned into something. I'll take a bush. Yeah, and they're all like happy looking bush people. Maybe they're that's like how Christianity got started. Leaves. Maybe like maybe the burning bush was just like somebody got bopped by a fairy. Oh, I've been bopped <laughs> by a fairy. It's the uh I have ten rules for it's ye. the BCU. It's the uh Bible <laughs> it's the Bible cinematic universe. <laughs> that's excellent. Chiluminati is now a part of the BCU. Hell yeah, we did it. Well we made it. Uh before we wrap this year up, I figure, you know, it's been it's been rough. It's been a rough one. Uh, but I want to give of the year. Yeah. I want to give everyone six pretty badass things that happened this year. 
and okay. the world of science. I like so that. You all have sort of a, you know what? Look, things are looking up, kids. I like all that. All right. Six things. Here we go. And they're all over the place. Some are things you'd be like, oh, that's interesting. And some people be like, oh, is this just for Mathis? The first one. <laughs> Scientists this year spotted traces of phosphine in Venus's clouds being produced in quantities that they really uh, it only suggests that something is creating it here on Earth. For example, um, it can be anything from microbes to the industrial process that produces (laughs) phosphine. And so something on Venus is causing this gas to appear in the clouds, which is uh, huge and interesting news. Because that could mean, right? I think I remember reading that, like that there the microbes are in like a layer between like the atmosphere and like whatever the surface is. They're somewhere maybe up right. there doing some sort of chemical reaction. But whatever, at the bare minimum, it means there's life on Venus. At the bare minimum. So cool. Yeah. Uh number two. We're still discovering things inside the human body. Turns out hmm. this year we discovered that in our neck is a thing they're calling the tubarial gland. Which is like a, Tubular, a salivary gland that's like in like the back of your neck, almost right to where your spine is. Okay. Ooh. And apparently they detected it using the machine that detects prostate cancer. I assume they just angled it up. It just <laughs> it kept like, going. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just kept going all there? the way up. Yeah. And so they discovered an entirely new gland in our body. Huh. That's and surprising that we still haven't found everything, seeing that we've done many autopsies. It is one of those places that, um, according to the article, it was saying that the surgery, uh, you know, like when we mess around with our bodies through surgeries yeah. and stuff, it's an area that we don't often cut open and look in. So a lot sense. of the that's times, cool. many things in our bodies, we just assume are like, oh, that's just flesh or a meaty <laughs> area. But turn out it's a gland. So that's like, you know, it's like when you look at like how Americans cut up chicken for like KFC and there's like six pieces or something. And then you look at like a Japanese yakitori of a chicken and there's like three times as many different. I don't know if it's three times, but they just have a lot more (laughs) fidelity on that chicken's pieces and what they do and how they are. Yeah. (laughs) Can always go deeper. Number three. We have the first blood test this year to find the sam- uh, sample blood biomarkers for Alzheimer's. Yo. And it became available in October, That's which huge. is huge. That is huge. Yeah. And uh, moving forward in the future, that can be used uh, on younger and younger people to detect earlier and earlier signs of you having it, uh, the potential for it to be something you'll deal with in the future. And getting started and on that it's early treatable. is. Yeah. 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 That's great. Number four, this is a, a big one for you, Mathis. This is specifically oh, yes. for you. The mysterious Oumuamua, Moa Moa. I'm not sure how to, how to the say that. The Easter Island statues? No, not, th- not those. This was an interstellar object that passed Earth two years ago. It was c- cigar-shaped. And yes, many thought it was super this. weird because as it passed by, oh, it appeared yes. to be accelerating as if being propelled by something. Mm-hmm. And scientists were like, look, guys, it's probably not aliens. We'll run a few studies and we'll see what's going on. Well, after running a few studies, scientists <laughs> got like, back this year and they said, look, turns out one of our theories that it's being propelled by hydrogen. Not at all true. Could not be happening. So 
it still could possibly be aliens. There I'm we go. I'm telling you, dude, they're here. They're here. Speaking of tangent, TTA, the two to stars Academy is falling apart. Did anybody see this? Anybody catch yeah, this? Yeah, it's crazy, dude. <laughs> Uh, Elizondo, Luis Elizondo, and a lot of the people who come from the government aspect where they were pushing for declassification are now leaving to the Stars Academy, saying it's clear to the Stars Academy's interest is in entertainment and like TV and stuff. That's not what we're interested in doing. We're going to go and they're going to go start their own thing now. Oh, they're of just going to try and keep pushing more. De- I wonder what the real I wonder what the real situation is, because that guy, what's that guy's name again? Tom DeLong or Luis Elizondo? Elizondo. That guy just seems like he has the energy of somebody who's trying to trick people. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it's, it's I agree the thing with is that. The thing, but th- that's the, the th- that's the worst part about it. Not to tangent off of it too right. bad, but everything that he claimed ended up being real. That's like, true. Like a lot of things he was. That's so, like, true. That's the problem. Like he has this air of like a, a schmuck, like snake oil sell- salesman. But everything he claimed event, he was like one of the driving forces in getting those videos released. Like, I don't know. It's hard. Anyway. Jesse, cigar-shaped aliens are visiting. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, you know, they said scientists said it's not hydrogen. That's cool. But I think it's Matthew a, McConaughey. Do they have a main theory? Uh, well, they had the thing is they had numerous theories and they tried to test them. They're just trying to whittle them they down. They have no real answers except the one thing they do know is it's not not hydrogen, hydrogen propelled. I think it's again, man-made. I think it's from the future. I think it's like some crazy interstellar shit. Yeah, it's a oh. giant cigar-shaped shit, and they're like, it's just weird that it's that shape. And is flying through the universe, you know, like okay. looks aerodynamic. Yeah. 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 Number five neuroscientists. This one's cute. So I had to throw it in neuroscientists at the Max Punk. I assume that's how you say that. P-A-N-C-K Max Pank. Who knows? Uh, Institute of Neurobiology uh, used machine learning to get AI to identify if a mouse is happy or sad. <laughs> And if you're wondering, why does that matter? Because we are that's just a few short steps away from AI being able to tell whether we're happy or sad. That's kind of scary. I think that is I can't wait. That's the type of technology that I believe might be farther along than we think it is. That's what oh, I'm saying. Has a bunch of stuff. I like can't that, sure. wait for ro- I, for one, welcome our robot overlords. How many, how many coincidences are- do you have where you talk about something and then you see an ad for it? Oh, God. I I was literally noting it the like two days ago because I was talking about something and then I saw it online. I'm like, it's like I didn't. It's almost they, getting what? to the point where you talk about the thing and then they skip marketing the thing to you and market. Hang on. The, We're running a test right now. Yeah, I'm going to say a bunch of penis enlarging pills. Penis enlarging what? pills. Penis Wait, enlarging what? pills. I what? need them. Internet, show me them you online. Need Ads them? for penis enlarging <laughs> pills. What Thank is you. happening? Why is are you what? good? Are I'm you testing. okay? I'm, test, I'm testing the internet. Can, All right. Can will I now get ads simply from saying it out loud? Let us like know. Extends or check something. in with us. Check in with us on the on Where the subreddit. People are watching this Pornhub. <laughs> playing, they're playing it on their <laughs> TVs. My camera, my microphones, all online. The CIA, the FBI, playing it in their right smart now, cars. <laughs> their Amazon cell phones can hear this. <laughs> exactly. It's, I'm saying. Haven't you played SOCOM Navy Seals for PS2? Right. They're listening to us, man. The computers can understand us. (laughs) All right. And lastly, uh, the compound that activates the enzyme capable of suppressing tumors was discovered by a team at the University of Michigan. They're now using this to come up with ways uh, to fight cancer. Just general tumors? Just general tumors. That is like, that sounds like panacea. That sounds like amazing. 
Yeah, they're they they now need to figure out how to like focus it right. Like they know how to like that it exists and it will suppress tumors and like kill those Just bad boys off. It'll be done in fucking two days. Some. <laughs> Some fucking dudes, like whenever they need to do a captcha on Amazon, they just slightly sequence it a little bit or whatever. Come on. <laughs> now they're trying to come up with a way to target it. And uh, I think it's pretty swell. So there you go. Six great things that happened in 2020. And the year that was pretty trash. Love There's, that. Uh, it, some pretty fun things. Love Except that. for all of you guys and allowing us to make Chiluminati in 2020. Yeah. The saving grace of my year. Thank you guys so much for another year. And Chilumati. now penis pills. You're going to do and it, buddy. I, I believe let in you. you. Know the, I will let you all know my very scientific experiment. What do you want from this, though? What are you trying to, to get see out see if of I it? get ads that just pop up. He wants pop-ups of penis enlargement pills. Because Alex is like, did you not, do you not realize you get a lot of personalized ads from the just like things well, listening to you? At least that's not personalized ad. At least you have to Google it. Right. Like, that, that, like now, maybe we'll see if, if my technology is listening to me. And it'll be very obvious if I get is an that ad for what that. You think I won't miss it. All that is like when you hear a song on the radio, you're like, I was just thinking about this song. Are you sure it's not like a subconscious thing? I've never thing? seen ads for dick enlargement pills, though. So my, my music is very too cool strange. to hear on the radio, Jesse. That's my dick is true. That's no, my dick is too big for dick enlargement pills. So I'll know that the algorithm was listening. What to is happening ads. right now? That's it. It's, it's Christmas, baby. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it for us everybody we gotta, go, here. we gotta go into 2020 thank you for the money 20, yeah thank you for your money bitches we'll see you. 2021 the year that might not be as bad as 2020 the year that Goodbye. everything went back to normal right <laughs> yep that's how totally it is normal. leave the right in the title see ya <laughs> anyway me and my wife were sitting outside indulging on our porch one night enjoying ourselves I needed to go to the bathroom, so I stepped back inside, and after a few moments, I hear my wife go, Holy shit, get out here! So I quickly dash back outside, and she's looking up at the sky in awe. I look up too, and there's a perfect line of dozen lights traveling across the sky.